Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, man, do I have the best deal for you. How about going with my friends at Bet Online? This is one of the busiest times of year. College football, NFL, hockey is starting, NBA upcoming, baseball playoffs soon as well. Plus, hey, the Ryder Cup so you can lay some money down on Team USA as well. 50% off your welcome bonus today with Bet Online. Head on over to betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag. It's a 50% bonus up to $1,000 with our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. B L E A V. Bet Online. Betonline.ag is the website. Bet Online, where the game starts. Fall is simply football season, and fans across the country are hoping that preseason hype leads to postseason success. In the NFL, we'll see if early Super Bowl favorites like the Chiefs, Eagles, 49ers, and Bills can hold off up-and-comers. And college football fans are wondering if Georgia will make it a three-peat or if top-ranked challengers like Michigan or Florida State can take home the national championship trophy. The college football and NFL seasons are defined by big plays, injuries, and coaching decisions. As a football fan, I also want to hear about the behind-the-scenes and off-field stories that shape the season. The football interviews and topics you hear on the ML Sports Platter are shaped by lessons learned at St. Bonaventure University. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism at St. Bonnie equips reporters and hosts for digital storytelling across the sports world. Students learn how to tell compelling stories through digital and traditional platforms. They are also encouraged to envision the future of sports journalism with their capstone projects. This 100% online degree builds on decades of academic excellence, and I'm a proud Bonnie, and I can tell you that you can join me in a growing list of notable graduates, including the New York Post's Mike Vaccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. In fact, you'll hear from an accomplished alum or industry expert during video masterclasses in each course. Contact an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com today to learn more about the online Master of Sports Journalism. That's sbujournalism.com. Hey, this is Joe Theismann, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter back with you, brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. Stanley Law Offices, together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. And a big tip of the cap, thank you as well to Welch & Company Jewelers, Ken's Auto Detailing, Barks & Rec Doggy Daycare, and our awesome, awesome friend, Trey Waluski at Under Armour Golf. Hey, be sure to buy Under Armour Golf and other apparel direct from Trey Waluski. You can cut out the middleman, and it's unbelievable gear for wholesale. That's right, what a deal. Order it in bulk. Email sales at gmail.com. That's Trey, T-R-E-Y, P-G-A sales, all one word, sales at gmail.com. A proud ML Sports Platter sponsor and a huge tip of the cap. Thank you as well to friends of the program, the Swan and Whitaker families, Bob Lindsley and Daryl Aberts. Let's go, NFL. I'm telling you, these weeks fly by, and it's funny. When the Monday night football games get done, you're like, oh, okay, a little break from football. Bang, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're right back with Thursday night football. So with that, let's recap week three in the NFL, and we begin with last Thursday's game going all the way back to Giants and 49ers, and this is exactly why it was great that the week before the Giants beat the Cardinals, because we knew going in this was a complete mismatch. The Giants offensive line trying to handle Armstead, Warner, Hargrave, uh, uh, Blitzes, Bosa, uh, end rushes, um, mixing and matching, uh, just complete disguises, a great secondary, please, Mm mm-mm. Ain't no way, ain't no how. And then you have the other part of it, no Saquon Barkley. And 
you know, if Daniel Jones can't get play action going, um, just a, a reminder here, okay, for everybody out there, Daniel Jones is not Josh Allen. There have been a lot of people out there, well, Brian Dable made Josh Allen. He definitely helped Josh Allen. But have you seen Josh Allen the last two weeks? Have you seen him rebound? And Brian Dable's been long gone from Western New York. Okay, Josh Allen is a unicorn. Uh, Josh Allen is a one of the top probably five or six players in the entire NFL right now. Uh, Daniel Jones has to have a couple of things or he can't perform. He's got to have a running game, and he has to have, uh, you know, Saquon Barkley in order to do his thing. Josh Allen does not have to have a running game to succeed overall. Is it nice? Yeah. Do you want it? Oh, my goodness, yes. I don't want Josh Allen taking a ton of hits. I don't want him running as much as he did against the Commanders. But if he has to, look what's happened to the Bills. They won 13 games last year when Josh Allen was asked to do too much. When he's asked to do too much, he still can do it, and they can still win football games. I don't want it that way. I'd rather have them go 13-3 and with Josh Allen running a lot less and having James Cook do his thing and pat, you know short passes and you know work in the screen game and all the rest. But if he's forced to do it, he can't. Daniel Jones, if he's forced to do it, he cannot. And the 49er offense is just... I mean, I don't know how you defend this. I don't know how you defend the motion, the disguises. I don't know how you defend Debo Samuel. He crushed it for me in my fantasy uh, league as well, so thank you to him. 129 yards and a touchdown with six catches. Christian McCaffrey right now, you could argue, is the best player in the NFL. Uh, Brock Purdy is having a day. I, I, I just, you know, 300-yard game with two touchdowns. They threw in a, lot, a little Elijah Mitchell in this football game. Uh, they're running it, they're throwing it, they can throw it long and deep. George Kittle, play action over the middle. They can line anybody up on the boundary, anybody up on the slot. They can do reverses, they can do flea flickers, they can do uh, all sorts of motion and movement. Uh, Brock Purdy can use the play action game. He throws a wonderful deep ball, by the way. And I have said it multiple times. I am sold on Brock Purdy. I have seen enough in terms of Mr. Irrelevant. I am all in on this dude. And when you put him into the system, and again, a lot of times in the NFL, it is where you land. It is the fit. It is the scheme. Uh, I'm not saying that the, the West Coast offense made Joe Montana. Bill Walsh once said that they couldn't run the offense without Joe Montana. However, I am saying that Joe Montana being there certainly helped more than the West Coast offense. It was, hello, Jerry Rice, Roger Craig, Brent Jones, John Taylor, great offensive line, defense that could get off the field and give the ball back to the offense repeatedly. It was a team game. Great coaching staff underneath one of the biggest, greatest innovators and one of the greatest head coaches, a Mount Rushmore type guy in terms of Bill Walsh. But I don't know how you defend this. I really don't. And when you look at the complete team, versatility, athleticism, balance, aggressiveness, uh, unbelievable coaching, uh, depth, the 49ers to me are number one in the league right now. They, they really are. And they smacked the Giants. And there's no surprise to it. But the Giants, if you're a Giant fan, take a deep breath still. Okay, you've. I know you got crushed against the Niners, crushed against the Cowboys. They're both road games. <clears throat> They're both two of the best teams in the NFC. 49ers might win the whole thing, and you at least came back against the Cardinals. You're one and two, and you're playing in a, a, a an NFC that's doable to get in. Still, just take a deep breath. Let's let the season play out. Okay, those are two awfully hard road games. You know, you had a stinker first half against the Cardinals, but again, you rebounded. This is where you're at. It's one and two. Take these three games and throw them in the dumpster. <clears throat> light them on fire, and move on. Patriots went on the road against the Jets, and you know what? In my pick I got slaughtered this week. I had a great pick last week with the boys, and then this week I got murdered, and I should never have trusted the New York Jets, ever. Patriots do it again. They beat them to a pulp. They brought them out to the back alley, and they just swung and swung and swung until the Jets hit the canvas. And you know what? The Jets, 
almost won it with that Hail Mary play. But you know what? Line of scrimmage, bully ball, Belichick, coaching. That's what did it. Patriots take care of the Jets 15-10. I was stunned at the Browns 27-3 win over the Titans, but I thought the offensive game plan was better for Deshaun Watson. He was just short of a 300-yard game, 289 with two touchdowns, but it was the more of the RPO stuff, more of the getting him out, rolling him out, uh, allowing him to be comfortable stuff that you know kind of looked like him at Clemson a little bit more. Uh, they get it done 27-3, and you know what? Tennessee looks old sometimes. Tennessee looks pathetic when they can't run, 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 run with Derrick Henry, and I thought that this was the case again in this game. And look, Derrick Henry, he's, what, 30 years old? <clears throat> I don't think he's done. Uh, he probably should have gotten more carries in 11, but when you can't run him and you have kind of a DeAndre Hopkins who's a shell of himself and you have an aging Derrick Henry, I mean, where are the Titans really going here? I mean, Mike Vrabel's head coaching can only get you so far. Detroit Lions, I mean, they put a smackdown on, on the Falcons. It was a three-phase game. Uh, it was Jared Goff. It was, um, you know, his running and throwing ability. It was Gibbs, who I think is going to have a star-studded career in the NFL running the football, and people ripped them for going up and getting the Alabama star. Jameer Gibbs is going to be a problem for defenses. You know, I know B. John Robinson's getting a lot of the accolades, but this kid out of Alabama, <clears throat> he's a real deal, man, and they're putting him in the right spots. Uh, you know, he's a bowling ball type guy, 5'10", 210. And I really like his game. Um, and then you've got, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown, who's unstoppable. So uh, with that trio, I say it all the time. You've heard my NFL recaps, my previews, my videos. You've heard me for years and years and years on the radio. You've heard me say it. If you follow me for a long time, it, you got it. You know, having a trio is big. Yes. It's the quarterback, running back, receiver. Elite, elite, elite. Now, the big three really is, you know, quarterback, head coach, you know, general manager slash front office. That's the real, real big three. But as far as player performance on the field, quarterback, running back, receiver. If you've got that elite, 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 or if, the, you know, if it's not a receiver, then maybe it's a Travis Kelsey, right? But man, if you've got that, that's a big time thing. Um, moving on, Packers beat the Saints in a big time comeback. Heck of a, a job by Jordan Love. They just kept humming and the Packers get it done at home. And this was a game where, you know, the Saints just kind of let it slip away. And, you know, one of the great... Um, you know, comebacks we've really seen the last couple of, 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 of years, right? I mean, this was, um, you know, a stay calm, stay with it. Um, you know, Jordan Love, I think his statement, early arrival to the NFL, uh, celebrating his first career start at Lambeau. Um, you know, this was kind of what Aaron Rodgers used to do. Um, and I just thought it was, in his fourth overall start, just a lot of composure, um, a lot of, Really, really, really good stuff um, from him. Um, and, you know, I think Green Bay, you know, again, they're just one of these franchises that just chugs and chugs and chugs and chugs and chugs. You know, they just go forward, go forward, go forward. And it was, you know, um, the biggest comeback in forever. Uh, you know, not just, you know, at Lambeau, in Green Bay, uh, NFL-wise and all the rest. It was a just a tremendous win. They get 18 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, Jordan Love goes for 259. Um, you know, 22 of 44, the passing numbers weren't great, but it was the little things. It was the, it was the comeback things. It was the quarterback things. It was the leadership. It was the throws at the right time. Those type of things that won this football game for Green Bay. I mean, Sean Payton criticized Nathaniel Hackett going into the season, how bad Russell Wilson was, how bad the Broncos were. Boy, 50 points. I, I didn't see Nathaniel Hackett lose a game by 50 and give up 70 while doing so. The Broncos are toasts, and I don't know where they go. I don't know how you rebuild this thing. I don't. Nobody's going to take Russell Wilson. Um, you know, and and Tua Tagovailoa had a 300-yard 
plus game and four touchdowns, but they also implemented the ground game. I mean, you know, chain goes for what, 200 yards plus. Uh, and, and then, you know, you throw Mostert in there for 82. I mean, they, they ran it for 350 in this game. Um, you know, just ridiculous, ridiculous. I mean, even Mike White went in for a touchdown and, and went two for two with 67 yards. I mean, gee whiz, you know, Tyreek Hill's unstoppable. It's going to be an unbelievable atmosphere in Buffalo with the Dolphins coming to town against the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, look, I know the Dolphins do this a lot in September. I know they put up a lot of points, but, you know, Mike McDaniel is an unbelievable offensive mind. I mean, they were throwing everything in the kitchen sink at Denver. Uh, I know Denver quit. I know Denver is a terrible defense. They don't have a pass rush. They can't tackle. They're bad in the middle of the field. Um, you can't press man because you don't have any corners outside of Sertan. Uh, they're terrible at safety help. They can't play zone. I mean, they can't do anything defensively. Uh, we saw the commanders hang 30 plus on them the week before. And then the Buffalo bills, you know, kept the commanders down to three points. So it's a very, very, very fine line right now, um, for, you know, the Denver Broncos in terms of, okay, here we are. It's Owen three Russell Wilson. We got to deal with the contract, but there still are a couple of dudes on that team, including Sertan. What do you do? How far do you rebuild? Does Sean Payton bench Russell Wilson? Do you try to trade Russell Wilson to somebody and think that somebody else can resurrect him? I, I'm telling you right now, Russell Wilson's pretty close to playing himself out of his Hall of Fame career. He really is. And it's too bad. Um, you know, I don't know if there's locker room problems there again, like Russell in Seattle towards the end. I, I, I don't know. But that was an embarrassment. <clears throat> Denver Broncos are brutal right now. Chargers at Vikings. I had I don't have confidence in either of these teams, so this was hard in my pickup league, and I picked the chart. I picked the Vikings to win. I just went with a home crowd, the home the home situation, and the Vikings go to zero and three. I'm not giving up totally on this Viking team because maybe Kirk Cousins can kind of pull them out of this thing. At least Madison had a really good game, but the Chargers. You know what? Yeah, you lose Mike Williams for the year with the ACL. That hurts. But this is the Charger team. Bubble screens, trickery. Justin Herbert used the freaking guy. My God, 400-plus yards, three touchdowns. Keenan Allen had a 200-yard game. Chargers go into Minnesota, get a much-needed win, and uh, are now 1-2. and two. Big-time win for the Chargers. Bills smoked the Commanders 37-3. Yeah, the offense was great. Diggs, 100-yard game. Cook, almost 100-yard game. Josh Allen was super efficient on the ground and with his arm. But holy defense, holy aggressiveness from Sean McDermott. Holy plugging holes, shooting gaps. Holy moly, great job by the Buffalo Bills. To the tune of, are you ready for this? Nine sacks, 10 tackles for loss, 15 quarterback hits, four interceptions, everybody getting in the mix. Terrell Bernard was a monster. Daquan Jones, Ed Oliver, a sack and a half each. Wow, Greg Russo had a sack. I mean, my goodness, A.J. Epinesa had a sack and an interception uh, return, you know, a pick six. So the defense was ferocious, the aggressiveness for McDermott, going up against the Sam Howell type who holds onto the ball too long. That is the biggest difference between last year's Leslie Frazier defense and this year's Bills defense with Sean McDermott running the show is absolutely positively Sean McDermott's aggressiveness. Texans 37-17 winners at Jacksonville. Oh, baby, we got a problem. Trevor Lawrence got to right the ship here a little bit. C.J. Stroud looked great. He balled out. Big-time game for him, 280 yards through the air and two touchdowns. And, uh, you know, the kid Dell, a wide receiver, had a great game. Houston, they look like they want to play for D'Amico Ryans. They did so at Jacksonville, winning by 20. Colts at Ravens, physical, making plays in the end. Zach Moss running the ball. Pittman Jr., big-time catches. Garner Minshew, God, does he love to play the game or what? And then Matt Gay gets it done with the overtime winner uh, with the field goal. The Colts go in and shock the Ravens 22-19. to Seahawks, big boy win, not really. 37-27 to home win over the Panthers. They struggled for a while, though, as Andy Dalton actually showed it. 360-plus uh, yards and two touchdowns. He always has a home, doesn't he? But it was just too much Seahawks in every phase of the game. Kenneth Walker, 
the third ran really hard in this game. Three, excuse me, two touchdowns and a 97-yard game for him. Uh, and uh, obviously, you know, the amazing TD there by uh, Jake Bobo. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks are a really good team. They just keep humming. They don't turn the ball over. I talked about it last week. They win the line of scrimmage. Unbelievable job there uh, by Seattle late, of course, in this game too. I mean, again, this was only a 12 to a 13 to 12 lead for the Panthers at, at halftime. And all of a sudden the doors got blown off 25 points in the second half. Although the Panthers got 14 in the fourth quarter, but the game was decided by then the worst team in the NFL, the Chicago bears. Oh, and three. Now I swear to God, if they show Taylor Swift and Tra Tra Travis Kelsey's mom in the freaking box, one more time, I am going to heave puke all over the place. 41 to 10, the chiefs murder the Chicago bears Justin Fields lost, coaching staff lost, offensive game planning lost. You can tell people don't know what the plays are. It's bad in Chicago. Didn't they just rebuild this thing? Didn't they just rebuild the Chicago Bears offensive line? Didn't they just have a draft that they wanted? Didn't they just keep Justin Fields? Didn't they just go get DJ Moore? Haven't they just given Cole Komet a brand new deal at tight end, right? I mean, aren't these all the stories, right? They Didn't they just put in money into the front office? Aren't they having extra scouting. Don't they tell you in the offseason that they trust, right, Equimania St. Brown? Don't they tell you that they have depth at wide receiver, right? I mean, isn't that what's happening here? I mean, I, I thought that that's what was going on with the Chicago Bears team. That's what I thought was happening. They drafted Darnell Wright out of Tennessee to be a bookend offensive tackle for the next 10 years. Oops. Bears are terrible. Now what do you do? Do you rebuild? I'll tell you one thing you do. You're going to have to go get a quarterback because <laughs> Justin Fields Unless he writes the chip, doesn't look like the guy. Shocker of the week, Cardinals, 28-16 win over the Cowboys. Hey, new head coach, new OC, no new DC, no problem. Two of the three come from Philadelphia. The Cardinals are rolling right now. They're playing all three phases. They're playing super hard. They're 3-0 against the spread. They're making all of the right plays. And oh, by the way, stop me if you've heard this before. Late in the game, Dak Prescott throws a pick in the end zone. Horrible red zone play. And then he looks like he basically you know, in the presser, like he was talking like the season was over. Dude, get it together. You're the face of the franchise. You're the face of the Dallas Cowboys. Get it together. You're still two and one. It's a bad loss. It was on the road. I guess the team is playing really, really hard for their coaches, but like the season's not over. Take a chill pill. It's not over. Relax. Wow. Whew. Again, I just don't think Dak is an elite quarterback. I don't think he's ever going to be an elite quarterback. I've said it the last three years. I've said it. Three years ago, I was halfway or two years ago, maybe. No, I think it was three. I did a show, and I said, this is the year we're going to know. We know. We now know. Dak Prescott is never going to be Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts. He's never going to be that guy. Ever. The old Russell Wilson. Ooh. Steelers, 23-18 winners. Again, chugging, humming along. And the offense, Matt Canada, dude. What did you do during the week? Did you listen to this podcast? Did you listen to Kyle Brandt and others and, 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 and people, Kyle and Cowherd and criticizing the offense. Cause man, there was a lot more RPO man. Did Kenny Pickett look better, man, were people open all over the place. And then that opened up a lot more Najee Harris. I mean, that was a wonderful performance offensively, super efficient balance Pickens, Austin Robinson, the second, a lot of people getting involved there and still in a hundred yard game combined between multiple players for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They keep humming. I still think they need a lot more offense and a better offensive mind but at least for one week, they go in. That was a big-time win going in and beating the Vegas Raiders. Two Monday night games to break down quickly. That's coming up next here on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. 
Welch and Company Jewelers, Bowers and Company, CPAs, and CH Insurance. They are in your corner every day, every way. Go find out more at chinsurance.cc. That's chinsurance.cc. Two more to break down on the platter next. ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, Burton Ace Hardware, and Rosie's Corner. Route 11 in Burton, stop by for Fish Friday every single week at Rosie's Corner, Route 11 in front of the Brewerton Bridge. Eagles 25-11 over the Buccaneers. This was an Eagles game where I don't think they even played A football still. They're a 3-0 team. They still have yet to play AA-plus football. Jalen Hurts made some unbelievable throws in the first half, and they were up 13-3 at halftime, but it was like, okay, the defense was suffocating. They got a lot of great catches out of A.J. Brown offensively. Jalen Hurts kept him in the game in the first half. DeAndre Swift was consistently a runner, but it wasn't a, hey, look at us, you know, greatest show on turf, St. Louis Ram type of offensive game. They were very steady. Again, trio, 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 right? Elite quarterback. I would say for what today's running back is, you probably have an elite running back in DeAndre Swift, and you have an elite A number one in A.J. Brown. Those guys performed really, really well and did Plenty against Tampa. Don't get me wrong. They had really, really good games across the board. But holy cow. I mean, the defense finally just stuffed them. I mean, it wasn't an A-plus game in all three phases, but defensively, it sure was. Baker Mayfield was lost, clueless, couldn't make plays. Buccaneers couldn't get the ground game going. Mike Evans only had five catches for 60 yards. He had a touchdown late. Eagles 3-0. and I would say they played B-plus football. When this team plays A-A-plus football, what is going to happen? And oh, by the way, the Philadelphia Eagles, I don't care who you play, when you win on the road, yeah, it's a big deal. They've won at New England, at Tampa to start the year. Yeah, now they have home game Washington at Rams, at Jets, home for Miami, at Washington, home for Dallas by week in week 10. I'm here to tell you there's a great chance that the Philadelphia Eagles going into their bye week are 8-1. and 8-1. And, and if they're 8-1, and one, they go to Kansas City, then they got a bunch of home games to end the year. Tough games, but they're all home. Bills, Niners, Giants, okay, those kind of games. They do go at Seattle. That's a hard one at Dallas, et cetera. But, you know, out of the division type of a thing is what I'm saying. Ah, I'm telling you, Philadelphia right now, they play eight football. They're going to be scary. They're going to be scary. They're going to be tough to beat. They really are. Uh, Bengals, this was so bad. By the way, both these Monday night games were brutal. Bengals win 1916. It was ugly. Joe Burrow hung in there. His head coach, Zach Taylor, praised his toughness. Jamar Chase finally got going in this game, and the Bengals' defense just broke out with, you know, ridiculous stuff. You know, Logan Wilson's second interception in this game. Bengals, you know, they got down and dirty and won a game, and they had to, and I think they saved their season by doing it. ML Sports Platter brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward, and a tip of the cap thank you as well to Barks and Rec Doggy Day Care, Elevate Fitness of Syracuse, Camillus Golf Club, the Al and Angus Pub, and Bonnet Sales and Service. Hey, when your garage door fails, call Bonnet Sales. Family owned and operated for over 50 years. Free estimates are available no matter where you live in Central New York to help you out. BonnetSalesandService.com, Route 11 in Central Square. Get your free estimate today. When you add those brand new garage doors to your home, it changes the face, does it not? Bonnet Sales and Service, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. This is Joe Convertino Jr. at CH Insurance. Over the years, the Orange have set a great example of teamwork, and it's what we strive toward every day with our talented team, clients, and partners. Follow us on social media. Go SU! We're in your corner. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.